cliffcentral.com. I think it's ironic that we bring poor Yaku in every time we end up talking about fraud because, I mean, he was even discussing some of this stuff on his show um, just yesterday. But Yaku Voigt is, of course, the CEO of Catalytic, and uh, he has his own show on a Tuesday morning. How are you doing, Yaku? You good? Good morning. Yeah, very well. I don't know if you heard any um, of that, but, but Carvin was just talking about how when your phone gets stolen, they can get into your old WhatsApp groups. Um, which is something I hadn't thought about at all. And his wife uh, had her phone stolen. And then these, these criminals were trying to like get money out of her, her school groups and the, and the mom groups that she's on. I mean, this is, this is just another level of what you talk about so often on your show when it comes to like fraud and internet security and all of that shit, right? Yako, Yako, exactly before, that. You start, before you yeah. start, Yako, one more thing, Garrett. Hmm. We went to Vodacom. Yako, just listen to this. We went to Vodacom. And we had the number flagged for fraud on yeah. uh, the next day, on the 17th, right? So flagged for fraud. They said the number's been flagged for fraud. We do a swim swap back to you. You have your number back. We got the number back. The next day, they reversed. The scammers or whoever reversed yes, what we had gone in person to do. So she came to Vodacom in person with her ID and proof of address. And they reversed over the phone through a call center what we had done in person <laughs> and sent it back to them, sent, sent ported the number back to the scammer's uh, SIM card. How does that happen? <laughs> so um, that's a, it's quite interesting. Uh, I wonder, uh, like normally when you go to the mall, uh, you see all of those uh, cell phone shops full of people and I always wonder what they're going to do there. It's probably that. Because <laughs> why else would you go there? It's, it's the worst. <laughs> Well, that's I mean, awesome. You know, oh, when, when awesome. it, we spent a whole June 16th and day after in, in, like, there was a holiday week. My wife asked me on Sunday, what did we do this holiday? I said we were at Vodacom. <laughs> <laughs> literally, yeah. yeah. We were literally at Vodacom. That's what we did. You know, we, 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 <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you go to the, to the mall where Simpiwe and I go to, uh, which is here in Madrand, <laughs> uh, it always amazes me that uh, you can go past the Vodacom or Telco Mobile or MTN. The shop is always full of people, and I always wonder what do they go do there. And then you can stand the there number. for hours. Mm. <laughs> you know, the, we, everything everything we do is so connected to this now. And and I just think about it. And Bro. It's worth saying again because I I mentioned this two weeks ago when it happened to a friend of mine. Now we've got your your wife's story, Carvin. But yes, if you don't back this stuff up, and if you don't have um, a plan you don't think about what could happen if you lose your phone if it's stolen from you you could lose everything your bank details Bro. your your investment stuff your personal information phone number. everything Yaku, there's, all your otps go there how come these scammers like, how come these scammers are so good at this stuff too i mean you know you would think that these are unsophisticated people but my god they're better than any of us at hacking at getting the information out of the phone at switching it on even if it's been blacklisted i mean all these things that they tell you that will happen when your phone gets stolen it seems that these criminals are way cleverer than the than the people who made the phones well garrett if, if you think what do you spend your time on? Uh, you, you spend your time on your craft to, to obviously, uh, you know, live out your passion and make money. Sure. And uh, for these scammers, it's big money. You know, it's a, it, it's it's very very simple. And and uh, uh, you've got scale because there's there's a lot of people that obviously um, have phones. So um, yeah, it's it's a, it's it's money. It's a business.
And and I think that's the way that people must think about it. Now, I sound like a broken record about it, where every week in the show we talk about, uh, you know, there's no business that's too small to, to, be, to be a target of, of people like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we just need to take it a, a lot more seriously. Um, I, oh, yeah. It's actually oh. interesting. I, I was watching an article, um, uh, looking at an article this morning where uh, ShopRite has been, is, is under ransomware threat at the moment, you know. So, and I mean, wow. those guys spend millions on security. So it can happen. It can literally happen to anybody. But, Jaco, no, no, I'm not giving the, the scammers the credit in this case. And you can help me, Jaco, because okay. the scam they pull of swim swapping is piss easy to do yeah sim cards have no protection the 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 technology of sim cards hasn't been improved in what 20 years so this thing that happened to us is happening all over the world so they basically all they needed was information that wherever they got from whether it's from the transunion league or whatever they just I just want to throw this in here. Why do we spend so much of our time fiking and reeking and making sure that all our information is up to date? You know, we have to fill in forms every time we do anything, including getting a new phone. Um, and it seems that it's useless to us and it's useful to all the bad people. Isn't that annoying? Yeah. Because the phone, no matter how much protection you have on the phone, there's nothing you can do about yeah. the, the process, the Vodacom or whatever, when someone calls in. That's like, that's security outside of every individual's control, Yako. Like, how do we, yeah, how do we I, that? I don't know. I mean, with the, with the risk of pointing fingers at Vodacom, I mean, there's got, there's got to be some form of, of collaboration or, 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 or um, something between the scammers and somebody inside. In so, uh, like, I mean, I think if you if you try and go and, and do a sim swap uh, uh, on a legitimate account, you'll probably find it's not that easy. It's like Garrett says, you probably have to fill in a hundred forms. Yeah. So I think there's got to be some form of uh, some, collaboration. Someone on the inside. There's some crook on the inside who's helping them but for sure. Scary guys, like like you know, scary that's because. You, you, whether you're dealing with F&B or you're dealing with Vodacom, you have got all your personal information in the hands of people who are poorly paid in call centers or wherever. Like, that means that, that we're all at risk here because those people then, if you're saying that it could be an inside job, does, does that mean that we're all at risk of, like, at some point, someone inside saying, you know what, there might be a, a, a little buck to make on the side from giving this person access to this person's number. Well, you, you were talking about Twitter earlier. I saw um, they, there's a, I think she's a doctor in Durban, actually, Corin uh, 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 Marrow or something like that. She she posted on Twitter last night. A friend of hers phone uh, phones got stolen in 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 KZN somewhere, and uh, and people took um, they then unlocked the phone and and uh, transferred seventy thousand rand um, out of a net bank account and applied for a personal loan. So uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if you it can be really scary. scary. You know, if you think about it, if if you had seventy thousand rand in cash you would lock that away somewhere safe you certainly wouldn't put it in your pocket and drive around and take it to the shops with you and be on it while you're at the traffic lights and any you know we would never want the lights okay yes <laughs> you wouldn't let you want to in your pocket walk you're around the wood eh? unbelievable huh Bloody there's a scary. reason why Garrett, Cyril we... had all that money in the sofa Garrett. Yeah, there's a reason Cyril, exactly <laughs> I was about to say now, where would you, where would you put it away? Because uh, apparently your sofa is not an option anymore. <laughs> Listen, if you or your did, mattress. this is actually a really good question. Like if you had to hide 
uh, cash, let's say a briefcase full of money, which could be a million rand, right? I mean, a million rand isn't that much when you actually squeeze the notes together and put uh, elastic around them. You could put that in a briefcase, a million rand. If you had to hide that, and don't give away any of your actual hiding places here, but where the hell would you even put it? Cyril sewed it into a sofa or, or put it in the sofa cushions. Where would you put it? Wow. So, Gareth, I have the perfect answer for you. Here we go. You see that ah. beautiful bookcase that you have right behind you? <laughs> yeah. That's where I would stash it. Nah. Like every book would have, you know, the money. <laughs> because nobody reads, nobody attacks the books. Even robbers, when they come in, I promise you, the, the thing that they, they never take is books. They, so? they always leave books behind. They will take the, the, the sofa. They will take the TV. They'll take your laptop. They'll take cables for crying out loud. But books, mm. guys, they always oh. leave books behind. Even the Bible, in fact, the Bible to be exact, get different <laughs> versions. Bible. I promise you, the, That'll keep no one messes safe. with the Bible. They'll keep them away. <laughs> You're going to have to have a lot of Bibles for a million ransoms. <laughs> exactly. Yes. There's new King King's James version. There's the 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 young woman's what what. There's the there's so I mean, many versions of the Bible. Get it in Latin. Get it there. It's done. I promise you, no one's taking that money. Yeah, but but doesn't Garrett's bookcase look like one of those ones in the movies where you pull one book and that whole thing flips? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. That Listen, look like one of those. I, I do oh, think. I do think there are, that's not a, that's not a bad answer though, Simpiro. I mean, that could be a very good plan. I just want to let Yaku, before he goes, because we've, we've got like four minutes here. I just want to talk about data centers because this is also something you've been exploring on your show. So just, just quickly give us some insight into, into what data centers are and why they're important and, and perhaps give us a little, um, taste of what, what you're going to be talking about on the show next week as well. So, so Gareth, I, I'm, I actually want to sound like a broken record all of the time. Um, last night, uh, here in Midrand, where I stay, Sims, uh, I got home mm-hmm. after six and, uh, the power was off and, and Ethan and I decided, well, we've got nothing to do. Um, so let's go for a run. And I was surprised by the amount of, uh, of generators that were, that everybody had here. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, because, and then, What's also fascinating is, is is everybody that's got a generator, they don't have one light on in the house. It's, uh, literally every every light in the house is on. <laughs> um, and and the reason why I find it so interesting is, is because, uh, you, you know, when load shedding resumed this week, everybody says load shedding is back, but it's it's here, it's with us. Uh, never and we know it's going to be here for, yeah. for, for quite a, quite a long time. Right. So, so we had a discussion on my podcast yesterday, um, specifically about the fact, similar to what we spoke about now about security, mm. where, um, you, you know, b- smaller businesses tend to think their data centers are not really for them. It's a, it's a, it's a big business type, type scenario. Yeah. And, and we firmly believe that, that, um, you know, taking into account p- uh, physical security, Plus, then the fact that we know that uh, load shedding, uh, we're going through a difficult time, uh, that everybody should have access um, to to data center services, and that's our focus for the for the uh, probably until the end of July, where we're just going to preach everybody must go into a data center, and then we remove all of those problems around, uh, you, you know, physical security. What do you do when they break in and, and steal all of your your equipment? Um, and, and how do you deal with power outages and filling up generators and, and all of those kind of things. So for the next, uh, like, like I said, until the end of July, 
That's what we're focusing on. Every business that we're talking to, we want you in a data center. We don't want you to to host stuff at your at your premises because it's right. just it's just not efficient and, and easy. It's difficult. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, the, you know, we we the cloud is now an old topic of discussion, but everybody kind of understands what that is. And you can upload and download as you need to from the office. But why have all of your information actually stored on a hard drive at the office? It's ridiculous. Then you're asking for trouble. There's, there's still so much of that, uh, and specifically in the smaller businesses. Uh, I mean, I had a customer this week where uh, if I had to show you a photo of what the, the computer cabinet looks like, uh, you'd have a heart attack. Um, and, and every time somebody just gets close to that, something goes off. <clears throat> so, I, and, and it's not their core business, but it causes so much, so much uh, uh, anxiousness because, uh, you know, the business goes and stands mm. still when that thing doesn't work. So uh, yeah, that's our focus for the for the month. Um, and Gareth, uh, maybe um, I was thinking about it. Um, anybody that uh, sends us a, a, a mail to let's connect at catalytic mm-hmm. um, to inquire about our. So, so we've got a like an SME um, offering from as little as two thousand rand a, a month for the the space, the power, yeah. I- unlimited internet. Um, uh, you know, that's a, 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 let's call it a special offer that we're running now. So anybody that sends a mail to let's connect at catalytic.co.za um, stands a chance to get a year's free, free, a free worth hosting um, awesome. just by doing that. All right, then just give us that email address one more time because people always, they only remember on the third try. Okay, it's let's connect at catalytic.co.za. Um, and then just, just send us a mail and say, I want to know more about uh, your data center services. Sure. And uh, you can get a you, you get the chance to get a, free, a year's uh, free worth of hosting. Absolutely awesome! Thank you, Yaku. Always nice to see you. We'll catch you next Tuesday. Thank you very much. Nice chatting to all of you. Very nice, man. Yaku Voigt, cool. the CEO of Catalytic Cliff Central. Cliff Central.